0: Welcome to Radioactive Magazine. We will be speaking with Henry Stover, Theo Wren, and Irina Stroganova about the PeaceWorks Kansas City local art fair this coming Saturday and Sunday, September 23 and 24. First, however, I feel a need to provide a bit more background about the sudden resignation last week of Overland Park Chief of Police Donchess than what I have seen in the recent news. It has been widely reported that the previous day, Chief John Chess had initiated an exchange with Sheila Albers, mother of John Albers, who had been shot and killed in 2019 at age 17, by an Overland Park police officer. The officer had been dispatched to the Albers home after a friend of John had called 911, concerned that the teenager might be suicidal. In the exchange last week, Chief Donchess reportedly told Ms. Albers that, quote, John struggled with his mental health and you left him at his hour of need, end quote. Last Friday, the Kansas City Star also reported that the Johnson County District Attorney's Office was investigating criminal allegations involving a police nonprofit where three of Donchess' officers served as directors. Also, in 2019, an Overland Park police officer had handcuffed and arrested a Shawnee Mission 8th grader who had formed her fingers into a pretend gun and aimed at her classmates. And in 2021, two police officers had filed suit for age, gender, and race discrimination in promotions. Worse, in 2020, the American Civil Liberties Union had accused the Overland Park Police of an overly reactive and militarized response to a Black Lives Matter protest. At that time, four nonviolent protesters had been arrested with one charge with a felony. Eight months later, in April 2021, the Metropolitan Organization for Racial and Economic Equality, more Squared, held a press conference claiming that those arrests had resulted from white nationalists complaining about the protests. The white nationalists apparently told the police that they were not trained to handle terrorists, i.e., the nonviolent protesters, but would take care of them if the police did not. The report by the pitch on that April 2021 press conference said that one of those white nationalists was in custody at that time for his role in the January 6th attack on the United States Capitol. Chris Newland, then on the Overland Park City Council, stated that the chief mentioned that proud boys were going to show up. So rather than protect the nonviolent demonstrators from white supremacists with a history of violence, the police uh, arrested nonviolent demonstrators. Last Friday, the Kansas City Star quoted Sheila Albers as saying, I am fully confident that Overland Park will have a rigorous process and choose an outstanding new chief of police. More on this is available in the description of this episode of Radioactive Magazine on kkfi.org. Click News and Public Affairs, then Radioactive Magazine. That episode description also includes a link to a Wikipedia article on killing of John Albers, which includes citations to substantive documentations of everything I just said. I wish at this point to express my personal opinion that residents residents of Overland Park concerned about law enforcement would be wise to remain vigilant and in contact with their city city council members on this issue. We need strong, effective law enforcement. We do not need killer cops. We need transparency that seems to be lacking in law enforcement i do not want any law enforcement officer worrying about going to prison for a judgment call but i do also do not want people with a history of deadly poor just judgment authorized to use lethal force we need truth and reconciliation as i indicated this is my opinion it is not an official position of kkfi the mid-coast radio project nor anyone else associated with kkfi now i wish to welcome henry stover a member of the board of peaceworks kansas city and two artists Irina stroganova and theo wren who will be displaying their work for sale at the peaceworks kansas city local art fair this coming Saturday and Sunday, September 23 and 24, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. on Saturday and 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. on Sunday. <clears throat> at Ty's Park, just south of the Nelson Art Gallery on the south side of Cleaver Boulevard and in the trees on the east side of Oak. Full disclosure, I am the Secretary of Peaceworks, Kansas City. Please tell us about the art fair, the kind of art you do and why you do it.
1: Start with Henry. This is our 32nd art fair. And like you said, I am on the board of PeaceWorks, which has been around since 1982, 41 years. We are a not-for-profit organization. We do educational and advocacy work. And I believe that there is a great connection between the creativity of artists and working and making peace in the
2: world. My name's Theo Wren. Uh, I'm one of the artists that's going to be at uh, PeaceWorks. I uh, have been doing this, this is going to be my second year uh, with PeaceWorks. I did it last year as well. Uh, And the medium that I use uh, is beadwork. Uh, I do some other arts as well, but that's the one that I'm going to be selling here. And, you know, I'm pretty passionate about the cause. I really like the message, you know, so I'm happy to do this. And I think it's also a very safe space for, you know, LGBTQ, which is good for me because I'm gay and trans. So (laughs) that helps a lot.
1: Theo, we have tried to be very diverse uh, in, you know, having the artists and having the PeaceWorks local art fair across from the Nelson Art Gallery in Ty's Park. This brings us closer into the LBGT plus community, as well as diversity of uh, mixed racial uh, artists and things. So uh, it, it is good for all of us. Thank you.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And you've done such a good job of that. You know, I've never felt like I've had to you know, hide anything about myself. So thank you for that. That's really um I really appreciate that. Irina.
3: My name is Irina Stroganova. I am Kansas City based Ukrainian born artist. I was with uh Peaceworks Art Fair since twenty fifteen. I really enjoyed uh the energy and obviously I very like um I like the cause very much. And I uh, <clears throat> also uh, absolutely love how much different art they make, and um, <clears throat> how uh, like how it's all organized. And um, like I'm looking forward to next year's.
0: Great. So tell us about the, what kind of art you do.
3: Oh, yes. Um, So I uh, primarily work in acrylics, just like acrylic paintings. And then I also work in multimedia art when there's like more than one kind of paint. And also I do actual mosaics. And I also make Ukrainian style like folk art, like uh, um, Christmas ornaments and like uh, Easter eggs. So what happened was I was making these Easter eggs like for a job, and people told me that they were putting them on a Christmas tree. So I'm like, well, that's a great idea. I'm going to make them into Christmas ornaments. And I've been making them ever since.
0: Great. Great. So, uh, Theo, talk to us about beadwork.
2: Okay. um, So... The thing that had me, that got me to start, is that, well, I guess my mom, you know, she used to make jewelry and stuff uh, when I was a kid. Um, in the nineties, we'd go to these craft booths, and um, I would accompany her, and she'd sell her stuff there. Well, you know, we always had, you know, all this craft, uh, all these craft materials, just lying around, and you know, sometimes she would let me uh, play with that and. Uh, by the time I was about sixteen, I uh, started to learn how to do the different stitches, like the peyote stitch, and and you know loom work and things like that. Um, but I didn't really do it as like a regular hobby until about October of 2019, and that was of course you know just a few months before lockdown. So um, in uh, 2019, I picked up uh, bead crochet which you know is really such it's almost like an addictive thing to me um so what you do is you take uh the crochet thread and you string the beads on in a certain order and then you stitch it up and it turns into kind of this spiral that um just works up into a pattern uh so it involves a little bit of planning um but i've been able to do some patterns and stuff uh, which are a lot of fun uh, as long as i Drafted out properly um so i was doing that just kind of as an experiment um as a way to ease anxiety and then of course you know march 2020 uh happened and no one was going anywhere so i threw myself into it i was just completely consumed by it uh and that's when i started to really uh branch out into different um methods uh, i started using uh, the Czech glass beads—you know, the the shaped ones that are from the Czech Republic—I um, started to kind of, you know, incorporate those into my work. Uh, and so I make earrings, I make bracelets, necklaces, uh, sometimes keychains, just anything that you know someone might want to wear or you know decorate something else with. Um, so. I find it to be really stress relieving. Um, just the repetitive uh, motion of of stitching beads is really nice.
0: How did you get into art, Arena?
3: Well, I was making it since I remember myself. There wasn't like time when I wasn't. Um, <clears throat> like I probably was like, I originally did not plan to be an artist, but then, Uh, It kind of became clear to me when I was about, like, maybe 12 or 13. That's what I want to do. And I was kind of going at it ever since. And, um, like, my main interest is probably, like, cityscapes. How these, like, man-made forms interact with nature. Like, uh, I also absolutely love painting, like, storms and lightning and different colors that it introduces into the landscape. Um, Sometimes it could be uh, like very like eerie and sometimes it could be very cozy depending how you kind of work with color. And like in my recent, like one of my recent paintings, it was all orange and uh, purple which are like complementary colors on the wheel. And I challenged myself to do this landscape uh to where uh like these colors are introduced into canvas but do not create like this uh, muddy mix and um um i also but i paint portraits i paint uh i don't think there is a subject that i have not painted yet okay um and obviously so i uh use a lot of spray paint for my um like a mixed media art these are like uh my um uh, some my uh i had a friend of mine who advised me how to actually make money he used to be an art dealer in 60s his mm-hmm. name was harry harry Ware, and uh he, and he there's like a whole art like gay community and they were my friends um, unfortunately they're all passed on just from, um, like, uh, age related stuff. Uh, but I still remember their advice. These guys told me that I have to create something called little jewels and it's, uh, like, uh, small pieces that I can sell for like not a whole lot. And they're going to be my bread and butter and because I'm not going to sell big stuff every day. And uh, so I come up with this technique, which is like um, mixed media. And I use acrylic gel and then some spray paint and then some uh, acrylic paint on top. So it's like abstracty and random, but there's a subject matter. So it's kind of like uh, people just love buying them. I can make anything in that style. So that's, that's its appeal.
1: The beauty of this art fair, it is local artists. These are not artists from Omaha or Denver or St. Louis. So we are supporting the local art scene. And many persons come and they want to buy four or five different things. And they want to have that at home. Someone comes by and says, oh, my birthday is next week or next month or something. And then the person will go and they will pull out a small painting or a mug or a plate or jewelry or something to say, here is something to remember your visit to Kansas City by. It is this coming Saturday, Ty's Park from uh, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. and Sunday, uh, September 24th from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. And Ty's Park is just four blocks east of Main Street. So we are at Oak and Cleaver. Cleaver used to be 47th Street. So I tell persons right across from the Nelson Art Gallery and the Shuttlecocks, we will be there. Some along Cleaver Boulevard, and some under the trees, but it is very uh, hospitable, very friendly. And uh, each year I look forward to seeing many patrons and all the artists that I meet from year to year. And food. And food, yes. So oh, yeah. Anne has uh, gotten in touch with some Colombian uh, persons that make uh, wonderful empanadas and other type of food. And uh, so they will be a long oak and uh all are welcome to i, I found their food just delicious
0: and uh, there there will also be a few um um volunteer groups social justice groups or whatever tabling uh nearby right
1: yes that's correct we will all be along the sidewalk in the near, social-
0: near oak street
1: yes under the right. trees near
0: oak street or or Uh, at the north end of the park, north uh, west end of the park uh, uh, on uh, Cleaver.
1: The social groups will be uh, south of where the artists are, and they will also have an area where they can dialogue as a group, have discussions, and uh, they will be passing out literature. Several persons will be collecting petitions for their petition drive, the Green Party and another group, I think, for uh better wages. So um it's 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 a beautiful event.
0: Great. So what are some of the most um memorable pieces that you, you've produced? Arena.
3: I was uh, painting this giant painting, Um, so it has to do with Stan Lee, because, like, me and my husband were huge Marvel fans, and I do also, uh, uh, like, comic book conventions, and so uh, I have a table there as a vendor. So I was painting this painting uh, of, it's a portrait of Stan Lee, and he's sort of, like,
0: Uh kind of
3: fellow Stan Lee.
0: Okay, Stan Lee. Okay, and who is Stan um, Lee?
3: Uh, Stan Lee is the creator of Marvel Comics and oh, okay, um, like a writer behind most of the Marvel characters.
0: Okay, along
3: with art. And uh, so uh, I was painting a portrait of him, and uh, like, and he sort of fell asleep and holding a ink pen and the ink is splattering and uh, turning into heroes that he created.
1: <laughs>
3: and I, I was in a relationship and I got in a fight because Guy was jealous of the painting, but um, any, uh, I still ended up finishing it and I have taken it to the uh, convention with intention to sell. But it wasn't really selling. So friends talked me into signing it with Stan Lee, which I did. And uh, he talked to me for a minute. And it's uh, a huge honor for me as a fan. And uh, also, like, it's always joyful for me to paint something that people are fan of. It could be anything. They could be a huge fan of their dog or their house or their kids or, uh, I don't know, the sports team. Um, and, like, the joy of them just receiving that piece that, like, represents something that they love.
0: Irina, you work in, uh, you said acrylics. And um, so what's what's different for, from acrylic, between acrylics and other other types of media?
3: Um, So I actually worked in a lot of them, especially during my uh, study. Um, I did watercolors. I did uh, oils and I did acrylics. So and I did gouache. So uh, gouache is like uh, they have very like uh, flat finish. So the colors are more like pastel, more subtle. But um, it's not really uh, they're hard to travel with because it's not stable after it dries and it's still like not waterproof. And the same problem with watercolors and watercolor as well as very unforgiving technique. So you cannot really um, like fix your mistake. With watercolors, it's like you paint it like you cut off with a knife, Um, it's done. And so you have to be very experienced to produce like really worthy piece um, and uh, with oils and with ac- uh, acrylics, um, it's, the technique itself is very similar. And um, you kind of, uh, um, so it's just a difference b- between like a type of pigment maybe and a base. So there is, uh, I-, I think that oils are a little bit more vibrant and uh, colors are a little bit more complex, where acrylics are like a little bit more simple. But acrylics are the easiest to deal with. They're not, they don't smell really. And uh, after they dry, it's like plastic. So if, you, if the show ever gets rained out or something, you're still safe. You just dry that canvas and move on with your life. And uh, when, especially when I'm pressed with time, when somebody shows up a week before Christmas and he says, I need a present for my wife, acrylics are your friend because it's going to dry overnight, maybe even faster, depending on the thickness or, you know.
0: You mentioned wash, or did I hear that correctly? What's wash?
3: It's G O U A. A uh, C H E.
0: Wow. And what is that? I I I confess my ignorance.
3: Oh no, it's just another type of paint. I mean, paint. And like, uh, I had experience with acrylic. It's or oil. It's more glossy and it's stable. Well, gouache is not really stable. It's like crumbly. It's it's almost like you're painting with pastels, but it's a lot brighter. I I guess it's a lot brighter, like the colors themselves are brighter, but it's not as bright as oil or acrylic. And the finish is flat. So Mm -hmm. there's not like a shot to it. It, uh, It's harder to fix if you kind of made a mistake, but it is possible to kind of paint over and lots of so like in Ukraine lots of children quickly graduate from um, uh, watercolor to gouache because it's funner to paint with Uh, but when it dries uh, it still could be like so like if water uh, like gets on it it produces like spots so it's not really waterproof
0: May I ask how old you were when you came to the U S
3: we were learning English from the start because my dad was planning to move family somewhere. So we started, there was a plan to go either in Israel or United States or Canada. Mm -hmm. So for us or Canada, we needed English and for Israel, we needed uh Hebrew. So we started on both. Mm -hmm. And then it clear that we're going to the United States, so we dropped Hebrew and started learning more English. And uh, all I remember from Hebrew now is a word that means cat, katul.
0: No oh way. <laughs> oh and
3: um, uh, and uh, so, uh, <clears throat> and my dad went first, and the first time I actually stepped on United States soil was in 2002 and it happened seven days before my birthday Mm -hmm. and uh, so have to be if so i got a uh, like a green card as a daughter of immigrant because my dad got green card Mm
2: -hmm. and
3: you have to enter the country before you're 21 years old Mm -hmm. and i was it was seven or eight days before my birthday
0: well great Great. So uh, we're about out of time. Henry, final word for our audience.
1: Besides the parking along the street on Oak, we have reserved the UMKC Cherry Street parking garage. And that is at 50th and Oak. And we will have vehicles that will shuttle the artist and the patrons, the buying public to and from the art fair. And those that wish to know more about PeaceWorks should go to dot We've got a website with continuing articles being posted. We will have photos of the art fair that will be posted afterwards. And uh, this is really a way to support the local artists and PeaceWorks at the same time. So thank you. I look forward to seeing everyone at the art fair.
0: You have been listening to Henry Stover, Irina Stroganova, and Theo Wren discuss the PeaceWorks Kansas City local art fair this coming Saturday and Sunday, September 23 and 24, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. on Saturday and 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. on Sunday in Ties Park, just south of the Nelson Art Gallery on the south side of Cleveland Boulevard and the east side of Oak. Before that, I offered a brief review of some of the history behind the recent abrupt resignation of Overland Park Police Chief Donches. More on all this, including links to other resources, is available in the description of this episode of Radioactive Magazine on kkfi.org. Click News and Public Affairs, then Radioactive Magazine. I'm Spencer Graves. Thank you for listening.